Why Do We Sound So Good? Because we're at Dead Aunt Thelma's studio and Mike Moore is engineering for us. Thanks, Dead Aunt Thelma's. Thanks, Mike. everybody. I'm Susanna Mars, and welcome to Adventures in Artslandia. I'm going to go out on a limb here today. I'm going to read a little bit of poetry to start off because, um, I don't know, I just felt like it. And I changed my laptop homepage to poetryfoundation.org because it's such a better way to start the day than some other choices on your laptop. So this is by Ed Ochester, and it's called This is Fall. Crows, 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 crows. Then the slow flap away over the hill, and the dead oak is naked. That's from Sugar Run Road by Ed Ochester, and it was so perfect because when I walked up to the studio today, there were two crows that were chirping away. Did you see them when you came in, Joe? Uh, yeah, they were still out there. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, saying goodbye to summer and hello to autumn. Exactly. Oh, it's so funny you said that. Um, this is Joe Takimba, and I'm so happy to be sitting with you today. We met at Mississippi Street Fair yeah. over the summer, yeah. and um, I was going to ask you, do you like to call it fall or autumn? And you said it right off the bat. Autumn, yeah. And it's one of my favorite names. Is that uh, right? Yeah, for like a female, you know, when thinking of a pet or something of that nature. But uh-huh. autumn just holds a very special place for me. And visually, I, it just has smells and, you know, colors and, you know, everything that that is the beauty of autumn, which there's a lot to it. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of people look at it as things dying, but it's really things transforming. Mm. And um, I really appreciate all the beauty in it. So interesting because you say things transforming. And we met at Mississippi Street Fair and you're yeah. an incredible DJ and you go by the name Takimba when you're working in that way. Uh-huh. And I was thinking about poetry and lyrics yeah. and music. Yeah. I mean, poetry is really your jam. Yeah, Absolutely. And there's really not enough lyrics out there that are are saying meaningful things. So this Mm. was a great way to start out my day. And uh, definitely, you know, even starting out your day with different things, there's all different things that we can start it with. Mm -hmm. I've been starting it with meditation lately for about 10 minutes every morning, Mm -hmm. even before I turn on any kind of social media or anything like that. And really helps you to balance yourself and kind of get in tune with yourself before you have all of the outside resources coming in, whether it be politics or you know events or everything else that's going out there so that's what I've been doing but I really do like that idea of a little bit of poetry and getting into some creativity so maybe I'll start doing that after my meditation (laughs) before I get into the rest of the world well you are inspiring me because I mean I am every morning I am adamantly trying to do meditation first Uh and what happened I just got back from a humongous trip um in the Middle East okay and so I'm getting up really early Uh and I'm waking up all like wow it's a new day you know I just got really infused with a sense of my work as an artist and it was really inspiring 
and and I, I get up so excited that I can't meditate. I'm like, I, I'm going to do this first. Right. I'm going to do this. And, I'm, and then, I, then I talk myself down. I'm like, it's okay. Just, you know, go back. You're going to get distracted. Go back. Yeah. It's okay. You know, yeah. it's, it, what a cool practice. It is really cool, especially, you know, I have a lot of different projects and businesses. And they're Me too, yeah. all moving and morphing, but slightly interconnected. Right. And um, in, in a day-to-day world where one thing can really lead into another halfway through one project, mm-hmm. you're having to work on the other one. I feel like really setting, grounding yourself at the beginning or whatever it is. I'm relatively new to it. It's been in the last year that I've been doing it, Mm -hmm. and I've been working up to 10 minutes. So, you know, I'm at like eight minutes right now. But even that has been really amazing to kind of put all the paperwork in the files that are in my brain, Mm -hmm. you know, and have everything nice and organized within those somehow by creating a few moments of clarity. And so it has, I've found it amazing to help to organize the rest of my day and really move through things in a calculated, uh, methodical way rather than, you know, just jumping from, from one lily pond to the next trying to get, <laughs> get <laughs> well, across the river. You know? <laughs> I know it's just, being an artist is so fascinating and I know, you know, we're very similar in yeah. that kind of world and it's true. It's just kind of, the pond being still one, you know, at the beginning is important. And I still, I really struggle with, I get there, then I miss it, then I get there, miss it. But I mean, that's life. That's part of meditation. Absolutely. So I I feel inspired now. Okay. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to do it first. God dang it. Yeah. Even if it's just five minutes, it'll probably do you good. Yeah. It's so, oh, it's always beneficial. I've got a couple apps that I use that I really like. And then I thought, golly, just jump into it. Just set your timer and... Do do it. You're. Yeah. It's not. You don't really need anything to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. So that's been good. Um, and now you've got a show on Kabu. Yeah. Called the Melting Pot. Correct. So tell everybody about it, and um, it's an amazing show. Yeah. So the show we've been doing it for just about eleven years now. I think it's in two weeks. It'll be my eleven year anniversary. Wow. It's funny. I say we. But it's really just me who's been doing it that whole time. I think of we as the community, as all the people that, you know, call in and do the interviews Mm -hmm. and are really a part of it. But, um, yeah, it's called The Melting Pot Radio Mm -hmm. Show. Uh, The reason that I chose that name is because I didn't want to have to settle on one specific genre Mm -hmm. and wanted to – I feel like there's so much interconnectedness throughout music that – that is a similarity between all of us and also with technology these days we're basically a hair away from being able to communicate with people in other countries which has really come through in a lot of production Mm -hmm. so a lot of the music that i focus on on the show is electronic based Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of fusion with instruments so we'll have producers that are here in oregon or you know somewhere in the states that We'll get some beats together and maybe they have drums and bass, but they're looking for a sitar or Mm. looking for a flute or something. And so now they're reaching out to people in Pakistan or India or wherever it happens to be, sending them the track and the people out there will just lay down some sitar or tablas or whatever it happens to be over the track and can bounce it back over here. And so now these musicians that are in a 
another country where may not ever get recognition for their art are now listed on the song and mm-hmm. have the potential to come out and tour with these acts and have it be a full blown thing. Joe, so, I had I, I really did I mean, I've listened to Melting Pot, yeah. I've been a guest on Melting Pot yeah. and I didn't realize this part of it or maybe I just didn't hear it quite right. Yeah, it's it's you know, a lot of it we don't get into the specifics of it because it's all happening in real time and mm-hmm. also each set that I'm playing is three to five songs, so mm-hmm. I don't always take the time to delve that deep into each of the songs that are played. Mm-hmm. But one thing that's really cool is it gives me the opportunity from week to week to pick a featured artist mm. and kind of get into not only their catalog, um, but also into an interview with them. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, I pick somebody that is coming to town that mm-hmm. weekend mm-hmm. or has a new release coming out that week. Mm-hmm. And so um, it gives you an opportunity. Uh, the show is on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. Tuesdays. So it's way before the weekend. Mm-hmm. A lot of bigger names are coming through town, being in Portland. We're a decent sized city and right. we get a lot of really talented artists. But a lot of the music that I like is kind of underground. Mm. And so they are not getting played on commercial radio because only people that get played on commercial radio is people that advertisers have handpicked, mm-hmm. like McDonald's and Chevy and all these companies right. are the ones that pick the on commercial radio. And that's mm-hmm. why you hear them a couple times an hour is because they're wanting to sell you know, advertising and whatnot. Right. So these folks, uh, when I see that they're coming down, I'll reach out to them and say, hey, I have a radio show. Would you like to stop by for an interview? And they're usually pretty pleased to be able to have the opportunity. Nice. And so if it, whether it's somebody that you've seen or you're a big fan of or maybe you've never seen them but you've heard their name, you can tune into the show, get a full background on what their sound is like, mm-hmm. and then get the interview along with it as well which I think is a treat for both people. You mm-hmm. know, if it's a name like Bass Nectar or Pretty Lights or something that you've heard a lot, mm-hmm. you can tune in and be like, you know, this is really, I could get into this or mm-hmm. this is definitely not my thing. Mm-hmm. And either way, it gives you like a solid something to hold on to because mm-hmm. in the world of electronic music, there's so many genres and they're all floating around and different subgenres, and right. it's sometimes difficult for me to keep a hold of what's what, especially Mm -hmm. with new things coming out and Mm -hmm. and things being reinvented. And so when I do a featured artist, I'll play music from that artist and I'll kind of mix it with music of similar artists. So if you do like the special I'm doing on Pretty Lights or something, um, you can also pay attention to some of the other names I'm mentioning or check it out on the website. And then it opens up a new world for you and not just one specific artist, Uh but it's a feeling, it's a vibe, and you're like, oh, I like that. And so the other artists that I'll be mixing in, and I'm doing it all live there in the studio. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes it's on the fly. I'm just inspired by certain songs, which is kind of how my DJ style is anyway, is um, as I'm moving through a feeling, trying to tell a story, there's different parts of the song that will trigger in my ear and be like, you know, I should actually get that one on now. And then the one I was going to do like three songs from now, because Uh. sonically it tells more of a message or lyrically, as we were talking with the poems and Mm -hmm. stuff, um, that there's more of a continuity going from one song to another. And so I love that creativity. You know, it's, 
I'm sure uh, guitarists and other musicians have this, you know, the same ability when they're going into a solo, but there isn't that much structure for me to have to, like, not much rigidity in, in my schedule, so I'm able to move through different feelings, essentially, huh? and, you know, to tell a story, and... So it's so cool. It's like going to the bookstore and they saying, if you like to read this, you'll like this. Yeah. You're like this fabulous library of Congress brain of music. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, even the music you were playing at Mississippi Street Fair was so much fun. It was just the whole the whole area was dancing and everyone had headphones on. And that kind of leads me to talking a little bit about Heartbeat Silent Disco. Yeah. Which is fantastic and i've been to several uh, events recently some of them music and some of them spoken word and performance art mm-hmm. where people are using headphones yeah. in these really cool ways yeah. i mean you know at mississippi street fair as i said you guys were uh, giving headphones to people and you could listen to you know the stuff that you were curating you could listen to interviews you could listen to the oregon symphony yeah it's amazing, and you're doing this all over all over the place. Yeah, we do it all the time. I'm actually doing a special needs dance mm. in about four hours. Oh. Yeah, so from one to three, we're going to be getting together in Laurelhurst Park. Oh. Uh, we work with a lot of different communities um, to just kind of bring joy into their life, and mm. so there's a lot of special needs folks out there that can't go out to a dance club or whether it's an age thing or they're overstimulated or whatever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. And so we provide the opportunity for them to enjoy themselves, be able to grow their own community, find other people that they like to you know, dance with and interact with. Oh. And so it's as much for the student or, you know, the kids mm-hmm. as the people that are taking care of them, the caretakers. And so when they go to this, they immediately connect with other caretakers Mm -hmm. who are like-minded, who like to be outdoors, Mm -hmm. who enjoy the exercise and really see that connection with music. How fun is that? It's it's super fun. Oh, it sounds amazing. The whole, yeah, the whole thing is really fun. And the feedback that I get is pure joy mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. You know, whether we're doing a thousand headphones at the Gorge Amphitheater and everyone's giving me a high five on the way out, or we're doing something smaller that's a little more meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, oh, you know, we do these events uh, every Sunday over at Laurelhurst Park when, mm-hmm. when the weather's good. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people call it their church um, mm-hmm. because it's the way that they connect to whatever their higher source is. Mm-hmm. And it happens to be on a Sunday. And so I think that's kind of what the connection is there. And we're not by any means trying to compete with any kind of religion or anything. But it's it's, I mean, what a huge compliment, you know. It's like, you know that's where people go to have their direct connection with whatever their higher source is. And a lot of people, they just, their, their comments will be like, I really needed that. Thank yeah. you. Oh. I needed that because I had a rough week. I needed that because I had a good week, mm. I, you know? Um, and some of them just need to shake off some energy, whether it's um, from personal relationships or something at work or whatever intense thing that they're going through. Mm-hmm. And, seeing the other smiling faces of the people around them Mm. reminds them how much of a community they have. Mm. And when they're able to touch base with those people and share some words, Mm. you can get different perspectives on what you're going through. Also get some light reflected back on you about the person that you are and the way that people see you Mm. in the community. Mm. Because a lot of times we get inside of our own head 
And if we've had a bad experience with somebody, we can kind of project that and that can turn into our reality. But when you're able to go out to these things, especially since we do it every Sunday, it's almost like a family reunion Mm -hmm. or like a homecoming kind of thing, Mm -hmm. which every time you go, you're going to see at least a few faces that you know and hopefully some new faces at the same time. How did people find out about this? I know you got presence on Facebook and and just Heartbeat Silent Disco. Yep, Mm heartbeatsilentdisco.com will take you back to our website, Mm -hmm. but we you can find us there on Instagram at Heartbeat Silent Disco and on Facebook and other places. So social media is the main way. Mm -hmm. And then... um, Word of mouth as well. And one of the coolest things about it is even if people are just trying it for five or ten minutes, Mm -hmm. during that five or ten minutes, they will take a photo of themselves, like a selfie and a little bit of a video. Mm. And so, uh, you know, there's different stages to it because we do them in public places. Right. And so... The reason behind it is we want to be able to have a good time without bothering people that just want to have a relaxing afternoon. Mm -hmm. So when we're in the park, we'll have 200 people dancing, having a great time. And the person that showed up there to read their book can still just sit there and read their book because there's nothing, you know, distracting from the audio. So. We will find people from time to time that like would rather come dance with us than read their book on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. They're like, maybe I could do this on a Monday. <laughs> maybe I should dance with these 200 people that are all here having a really good time. And, um, you know, there's no age limit. There's mm-hmm. no, you know, we welcome everybody. So all different sexes and you know, sexualities and ages and everything in between. So um, we have a lot of folks that are like in their 60s, 70s, mm-hmm. like gray-haired folks that come out, a lot of them pretty consistently. Oh, nice. And then we have the other end where people are bringing their, their newborns or their kids that are like, you know, one-year-old, two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's kind of hard for me to tell, but, you know, we there's plenty of kids that I've gotten to see grow up through oh, our events and that's it's, it's so precious spectacular from the like six month old oh. who has the headphones on and it's with mommy and it's like so cute and i'm like oh we need a pit photo of that oh. like start them young you know but then we get you know i've also seen them to where they were taking their first steps mm-hmm. and like their first super good dance steps. A rhythm, yeah <laughs> for getting into a rhythm and seeing you know what a powerful thing that is and now those kids are like five and right. are doing like different dance moves that they're oh, seeing on the so videos cute. and everything. And so, well, and it's so fun too. I bet because you get to see all the newest dance moves. Yep. on the cutting edge. Yep, absolutely. You've probably seen the floss more than you care to mention. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, I, th- I firmly believe that people are reinventing new dance moves yep. out on the dance floor right. at our events as well. So, uh, how do you keep? I mean as we were speaking about earlier as an artist and you have so many interesting ways of expressing yourself, how do you keep refreshing your own self? I mean, the meditation I know is a big part of that. The, the beauty of it is, is that it's a constant process that is rejuvenating me as Mm. I'm putting out the energy. It's reflecting back to me almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, when I leave an event, whether it's four hours or six hours, more times I'm charged up rather than tired when mm-hmm. that happens. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you know, music really inspires me. And th- it, so it, it's just constant. 
I love DJing. I love seeing people dance. I love community. I love building community. We do a lot of different experiments uh, at our events because I have a microphone so I can talk to people. Nice. And so we'll break our crowd down into different groups. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we'll do it geographically. So so we do some events uh, like in Peninsula Park with the gazebo up there. Oh, beautiful. And so the gazebo has four points on it. Uh And so I'll say everyone from... Northeast, go to to this pillar. Uh Everybody in Southeast, go to this pillar. And you can kind of divide the group into the sectors where they are. What a kick. And so it's like, now take some time to meet the people in near your pillar because Uh these are the people with pillars of your community I guess Uh you could say these are the people in your neighborhood they really are (laughs) and what we found is you know once you meet somebody and get their name Uh you start to see them everywhere and so that's my hopes is kind of pushing that a little bit to you know cause that because once you've met people you're like didn't I see you at the dance? You're in the coffee shop. Right. You know, you see the postman coming yes. by or somebody walking their dog and you're like, wow, I, th- I think I just saw her at the dance the other day. And mm-hmm. so since it's every Sunday, you can always come down and pick, reignite the conversation or when you're in the coffee shop and be like, oh, didn't I see you over here? Oh. So that's a fun way to do it geographically. And then sometimes we'll do it where I know a lot of different people in different parts of the community. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I'll pick my one of an artist that I like, a musician I like, mm-hmm. a body worker, mm-hmm. you know, maybe something different, and put them out into the crowd, mm-hmm. and then say, "All right, you know, does anybody want to play a game?" And will people will raise their hands if they want to play the game, and say, "All right, this is what we're doing today." You know, Susan is an artist; she's mm-hmm. standing over there. We have Tom, who's a musician. We have Sarah, who's a body worker. If you happen to be any of these things. Go ahead and go over to that area, and then um, basically all the artists have a few minutes to collaborate, meet each other. Hey, I'm a painter. Hey, I'm a sculptor. Hey, I do sculpting and painting. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's great. We should collaborate on this project I'm doing for the Light Festival or, you know, so now we kind of, you know, take some of the filter off Uh and see a little bit more of who who we are or who each other are and it shows us a deeper way to connect with each other because I love what we've been able to create in the three hour experiences that we do Mm -hmm. but my real dream is that that can go be taken a lot farther Mm -hmm. so people are able to connect in the six days when we're not doing our event Mm -hmm. or you know in the summertime we're doing like three to four a week but gosh I can't even imagine I I bet if lots of people started to I mean, I'm, do people communicate back with you and say, oh, we did this and we did this? I mean, there must be yeah, well, hundreds and hundreds of people that connect. Yeah, well, I get to see them in real time. Yeah, I see bands that are started because of, you know, and some of them have, have gone some really cool places. Oh. So, yeah, I bumped into somebody at a festival this summer, and oh. they were like, yeah, the reason why we're playing here is because you brought us together at your event. And wow. so those things are super gratifying you know it somehow gives me pleasure to connect people and and see them be more successful and so um yeah it's so interesting because like i said earlier i just came back from an international trip and i was an artistic envoy for the state department uh and i came back with such a new appreciation, and I always have had this appreciation for artists and certainly for my own work. I, I love what I do, and I love artists, and I, I'm just enjoying so much hearing what you're doing and how much you love it. It's obvious yeah. how you talk about it. Mm-hmm. And the importance of what we're doing, 
you know, and in connecting people and this crazy off kilter world we've created where these types of relationships and communications aren't as important as now I know they are. Right. And so how to continue to put forward, this is what's important in the world. Yeah. It's connection and being together and support and loving kindness. Absolutely. And I guess, you know, you're obviously spreading the gospel. I know I'm the same, <laughs> you know, and yeah. not to go back to the church yeah, <laughs> yeah. comparison, but you know, that it's just about being in this world in a kind and compassionate way. And I think that so many artists are, are living that out loud and that's Absolutely. just exciting to hear you talk about it. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I say is that there is no box. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, certain people feel like they have to live within the framework that's been provided to them. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of artists by nature think outside of the box, Mm -hmm. Um, but there really is no box. So what's important in this world is what is important to you. And to be able to choose your own adventure and go off in a diagonal way when they're telling you to go forward and, you know, you might find a shorter trail to where you're getting to go, you know, you might can always go back to, to that straight road. <laughs> right. you know and, you're, I mean? and someone might just be walking next to you and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Look, if people are going diagonal. Yeah. <laughs> Diagonally. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's like when I go on vacation, mm. I will book a hotel room for my first day getting to the country uh-huh. and my last day getting to, before I leave the country mm-hmm. and the rest of it I'll just leave open because nice. chances are you're going to be sitting next to somebody at breakfast that just came from the town that you're about to go to Yes, that's going to tell you right. about an amazing place you can stay for half the price right. that you were going to make the, that you know a lot of people make reservations for their whole three week trip before they ever get to the country right. and they're sitting at a place they don't want to be next to some people that are sitting <laughs> at a, living in a place where they do want to be at yeah. half the price and um, so I like to let my vacations choose me yeah. kind of rather than choosing my vacation and it's a brave and beautiful it's, thing it's a little bit of the way that i that i go about life as well huh. um so yeah i'm really fortunate i feel really fortunate to mm. be in a position to even be able to bring people together like this yeah. well thank you so much for Absolutely. sharing this with me yeah. and just so everybody knows um joe's gonna curate music playing us in and playing us out. Yeah, that's some production that I've done myself, which um, I'm just starting to dabble in. and pretty um, cool. Really enjoying it. Definitely wanted to let people know that are in the Portland area Mm -hmm. about our boat party that we have coming up Uh in a couple of weeks, and that's going to be on the Portland Spirit. Oh, great. Uh, It's the big boat that fits 400 people, Uh three different levels, and we're having DJs on every level. It's a silent disco. So the top level where you're normally not able to hear music, uh, you'll be able to listen to music up there feel the wind blowing through your hair oh. and all the stars and it's also a masquerade party oh the portland spirit's wonderful yeah, you will it's absolutely love it gorgeous. just don't miss that and it's so much fun the silent disco is an amazing if you haven't done it do it if you have done it then you probably want to yeah, yeah so find absolutely. takimba the dj uh-huh. find joe takimba's the melting pot on kabu and now listen to Joe's curation of this beautiful music. Yeah, this song is called Robo Suave. Have a great day. Thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. 